0: Welcome back to the Mountaineer Podcast, where everybody's listening. I'm Cynthia Davis.
1: And I'm Ardevitalis. Now, for this week's news.
0: Our intro music was performed by Doug Armitage of Brightwood Music in Netherland.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hearts Backhoe, the Backdoor Theater, Brightwood Music, Gold Dirt Distillery, the Mountain Man Outdoor Store, and, of course, the Mountaineer Newspaper.
0: Our lead story today, we talked to Jed Kaufman of Gold Dirt Distillery about the return of live music and backyard barbecue at the Stage Stop Pub.
2: I'm Jed Kaufman, owner of Gold Dirt Distillery and Stage Stop Pub. Just this past Thursday, we started up our backyard barbecue summer events, I guess you call it. They're behind the Stage Stop in Rollinsville. It consists of our Gold Dirt Distillery tent serving cocktails and spirit tastings, and you can get merch and bottles there as well. We also, most of the time, have Beauty Brews food, a special presentation of uh, barbecue from Beauty Brews.
1: So, what else is planned for live music there?
2: soon, either, either this coming weekend or the next weekend, we're going to be starting up with some live music and certainly going to put the word out to the Mountaineer and any other local publications and the worldwide Interweb for our live music schedule, but we're going to definitely have some bands playing, especially on the weekends. And this will all be weather permitting, of course, but it's going to be pretty exciting. We have the area enclosed, sort of, by um, shipping containers. It's pretty well-defined. And then uh, we're going to be setting up a stage, small stage, just for some probably local musicians, mostly. Uh, So, yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, Really looking forward to everybody coming out and having a good time.
0: Of course, we had to ask about the schedule as it was now. Here's what he said.
2: Well, we don't have firm commitments from anybody yet, but let's just say we've got a lot of the local and well-known local bands pretty interested in coming out. So I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna give any names before it's set in stone.
1: And here's what changed at Gold Dirt and the Stage Stop.
2: Well, at the moment, Gold Dirt's in full swing. Now that we have the backyard barbecue going, we have a tasting room once again. So that's pretty great. Uh Thursday through Sunday we're open there. And then uh stage stop, we're still doing construction been uh pretty difficult of late. Uh we're working on some structural steel for the floor. I think I mentioned that last time. But uh yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just been very slow working with uh these contractors and whatnot. Everybody's busy and material costs are through the roof and so we're being patient, but you know, it's moving forward. Hopefully at this point I'm telling everybody if we can have the building done and habitable anyway, usable before it gets really cold up here, I'll be a happy man.
0: Here's where you can keep up with future plans and this summer's music in Rollinsville as well.
2: Stage Stop Pub and Gold Dirt Distillery on Instagram is probably the most up to date. Also, Facebook, kind of the same, same info there. Um, and also our website's linked to our social media uh but that's gold stage.pub.com. stage so yeah that's that's always the most up to date um stuff and uh yeah, you might look for Rowansville. So if you have another thing up and coming as well there there's a little brewery that's gonna be popping up in about a month maybe right around the 4th of July, called Howlin' Wind. So keep your eye out for that, too. Looking forward to a great summer.
1: Thanks, Judd. And we are, too. To the news desk. The Gilpin County Democrats hold meetings on the 4th Tuesday every month from 7 to 9 p.m. The June meeting will be held in person at 466 Coyote Circle in Blackhawk.
0: Free COVID tests are available at the Nederland Community Center every Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. No appointment or ID is required.
1: Al-Anon meetings will begin at 7 p.m. Thursday, June 24, 2021 at St. Paul's Episcopal Church. The church is located at 224 East 1st High Street in Central City. And this is next to the Yopin County Museum. This is an open meeting for friends and family of alcoholics.
0: Peak to peak musicians and artists, we're looking for you. Would you like a feature story in the Mountaineer? We cover all news of the peak to peak, including business and artist profiles. We also offer features on our podcast, website, and social media. Right now, these are all completed through email with our journalist. When things open back up, it will be in person. We are your community newspaper. If interested, email publisher1977 at gmail.com and get on the list for upcoming editions. The Mountaineer has
1: advertising packets that include print, social media, online, and podcasts. Email advertising at com for info on a marketing plan for all your business needs.
0: The Levitt Street Market is now open in Central City every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The market has several vendors offering fresh produce, pottery, jams, and jelly, JKQ, barbecue, and more. Stop by Central City to check it out. Dango is on sabbatical this week as he is busy playing some of everyone's favorite music.
1: Brightwood Music in Nederland will restring and repair your favorite stringed instrument. Brightwood Music also carries many lines of all your favorite mandolins, violins, guitars, cellos, mountain dulcimers, basses, and bouzoukies. Brightwood Music is family-owned and operated, and it's been a Netherlands staple for more than a decade. They're located at 20 East Lakeview Drive, Unit 109 in Ned, and you can always give them a call at 303-258-8863. Give them a like on Facebook at at Brightwood music.
0: Gilpin County is soliciting letters of interest to serve on the Gilpin County planning commission to review land use and land subdivision issues at monthly meetings. There's one position available. The term will end on December 31st, 2021. There is an option to request appointment to a new three-year term beginning January of 2022. All members must reside in Gilpin County. Letters must be received by July 1st, 2021. For more information, please contact Deputy Clerk Sharon Kate at 303-582-5214 or you can email her at scate at gilpincounty.org. The
1: Colorado State-Gilpin County Extension is conducting a community needs assessment in order to better understand the pressing issues facing Colorado today. The short 10-minute survey is designed to gather information to help the CSU Extension tailor programs and services to serve the unique needs of each community. They want to hear from every corner of the county for this one, and a variety of responses will best inform the Extension's programs and services moving forward. Complete the survey online by visiting extension.colostate.edu slash communitysurvey. The survey closes on June 27th, so be sure to fill it out before then. For questions or more information, contact the Extension office at 303-582-9106 or learn more at gilpin.extension.colostate.edu.
0: For our final story, we'll hand it off to a new correspondent, Jamie Lammers, all about the Backdoor Theater.
3: On the weekend of March 14th and 15th, 2020, Netherlands' backdoor theater was supposed to play Will Ferrell and Julia Louis-Dreyfus' brand new comedy, Downhill. Unfortunately, the movie had to be canceled. COVID regulations were becoming much more strict as the virus spread more across the country, and the theater was closed until further notice. On the weekend of May 28th and 29th, 2021, the theater finally reopened, showing a screening of the Disney live-action remake, Mulan. Here to discuss the reopening of the theater is Guy Falsetti. My name is
4: is Guy Falsetti. I'm vice president of the Backdoor Theater in Netherland, Colorado.
3: So the Backdoor Theater recently reopened after a year of of not being open because of COVID regulations. What's the the behind-the-scenes process been like in getting the Backdoor Theater back to reopening? It's
2: been 14 months.
4: Behind-the-scenes process, I would say, I classified into... The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good things are we have fixed all the seats. We've power washed the theater. We've installed ionization in the theater. We've upgraded, or I shouldn't say we've upgraded. We've done the maintenance on the projector. Everything in the theater looks good. If you go in there, it looks probably the best it's ever looked. Every seat's been fixed. System has been checked, so that's really good. The bad stuff is that you know we basically have been without operations for the last 14 months, and so the town has been you know graciously not charging its rent. But you know now that we're starting up, the market has changed, and then that's where I really lead to kind of the ugly is if you kind of look at what's happened in the theater industry over the last. 14 months, a lot of stuff has changed with streaming, content delivery, distancing, and stuff. I saw a quote from AMC, I don't know, this was about three months ago, he says, you know, just imagine a grocery store where you have to do all the protocols to keep everything distance and things like that, and you have nothing on the shelf because no one's producing anything. Right? So, you know, the, the market's changed pretty dramatically. That's kind of the ugly. Now, you know, yeah, well, we hope the good side comes out. You know, the backdoor theater is a great population, so we hope for that. And I have I have some, you know, data on that, too, if you're interested.
3: For sure. What data do you have?
4: I did a survey of uh, the backdoor theater population, or at least a Facebook survey, and I got uh, a little over 100 responses. And considering the town's about 1,300 responses, if you do, well, it's, I'm 5% confident of this. You know, with some of these numbers, like, for example, you know, why do you come to the backdoor theater? No big surprise. 81% of it, 80 or 90% of the people come because it's uh, close to home. Um, 71% come to see first, because that's our tagline. Um, And then the the interesting thing for me is 67% of people come to see, I'll say, Kayla's performance ahead of the movie. And that's ahead that, that, of uh, ticket prices, concession stands, anything else. So, you know, that's kind of a, an interesting show of why people come back to the movie and stuff like that. Mm. So there's a lot of strong support for the Backdoor Theater here in
3: Maryland, I would say. Yeah, it's very clear that the that the theater as a whole is a very great place for, for community to come back, and it's great that it's being able to reopen. How was last week's reopening with the screening of Mulan? I think we had...
4: I, think I counted 26 people in the Friday showing and 21 people in the Saturday showing. And when you consider we're probably uh, way below ticket prices for most of the industry around, that really isn't a great showing for turnout. You can figure out different ways, you know, why that happened, but Mulan's been out for a while. It can also be streamed. You know, the people that came were probably more going for the experience as opposed to
3: seeing a first round movie. Sure. How did volunteering go last week? in regards to the people that came to help volunteer beforehand
4: volunteers at net are all fantastic that's all i gotta say you know everybody pitched in you know we had a great crew um and all around so you know that was just uh, good to see everybody getting together and stuff um it was kayla's birthday on uh, saturday
3: so oh my gosh.
4: Uh, we all sang our happy birthday so that was nice
3: oh my gosh happy birthday to kayla in regards to, because I also know that the Saturday matinee had to be uh, rescheduled from, from last week as well. May, may I ask what happened there?
4: That was a technical problem. I don't know if you know Jim Dysinger. He passed away this weekend, and there was a memorial at the same time. And the f- few projectionists that were
3: trained wanted to be at the memorial. So, gotcha. no way to project the movie. Yeah, no. That I think that was good for them to pay their respects that was it sounds like in general it's starting to get into a a good place in regards to just testing the waters and seeing how the the reopening of the theater um, is, is going what has been your experience even before COVID about how the community has responded to the theater and why it's such a special place in the town of Nederland
4: I often compare it to the difference between major league ball games and minor league ball games if you ever go to a major league ball game, you're going that to see like the big league players and stuff. If you ever go to a minor league ball game, generally those players are long gone, and then you're going for the experience. So what you see there is some type of something going on in the third inning, something going on in the seventh inning, specialized concessions, all those types of things. So I think the Backdoor Theater has that ambiance. Um, Or Golden Oldie movies. So, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show or The Big Lebowski is kind of what I would consider a cult movie. Or, uh, Golden Oldie is our second old place. I thought we also did The Quiet Man. So, those things kind of draw the community in in a different way. So, it's not a first run movie, but, you know, it's a chance to get together with the family and see something in the end. Or, something that, you know, brings back memories, is, I guess, what I would say. So, we're, we're kind of debating
3: that and how we might. What are you personally most excited for now that the back door is reopening? Black Widow. (laughs) I'm I'm sure everybody's finally excited for that movie to come out, that's for sure.
4: I've been waiting for that movie since December, I think, 2019. I was building trailers, I found some of my my old work, and I had some old trailers built up for that. So it's been a little while since they've been
3: teasing us for it. And I'm a big Marvel fan. Oh, man, that's true. I didn't realize it's been in the in the works for that long. That's true. Man, that'll be exciting now that that's finally out.
4: Just to say that, you know, thanks to the community, we appreciate everything. We hope to offer more stuff as things go on. Uh, but, you know, like after 14 months of non-operations, we've got some big challenges ahead of us. So that's, I guess, what I would say.
3: So. All right. Well, Well. thank you so much, Guy, for, for joining this. I really appreciate you coming on.
1: Thanks, Jamie. And that's all for this week's episode of the Mountaineer Podcast. All editions of the Mountaineer Podcast are available on the website at themtnear.com. Look up this week's edition of the Mountaineer in print. And go online to www.themtnear.com to catch up on more local news. I'm Art DeVitalis.
0: And I'm Cynthia Davis. Until next time, thank you for listening.